Welcome to Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity. The conversations you never get to hear with me, Kay Blair. Weekly where we gain inspiration from our special guests. Thank you for tuning in and sharing, subscribing to us each and every week. This week's episode is sponsored by Shop Downtown, your one-stop shop for everything downtown world. You can visit and support us at www.downtownworld.com. That's www.dwntwnwrld.com. Now, let's get into this week's bowl of fruit. Eat fruit and mind your business. Good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown World. Now, I am very excited to be speaking with Queen <laughs> Laura Wilson tonight. Now, those of you that are listening, you cannot see her beautiful face, but those of you who are watching can see her beautiful face. And I want to say thank you for just being you and being comfortable in joining the law environment, because it's always been a dream of mine. So those of you that have not, as I said, not watching, you won't know, but um, she is a entertainment lawyer and as well, I think dibble dabbles in other laws close loosely to it, but mainly in entertainment law. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just say entertainment law. Entertainment law, yes. Yeah. And I'm excited to have this queen here tonight to just share her journey and advice for like a lot of the people that I know or speak with on a like daily basis that are a part of this, what we call entertainment industry. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, because like, okay, I'm going to get into my nerd bag like really quick, Laura. But before, yeah. Yeah. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I know we had a couple uh, false starts uh, getting today set up, but thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for, you know, still having the space for me to come in and chop it up with you today. So I'm looking forward to it. It is an honor for me. So thank you. <laughs> now, when it comes to the word entertainment, you know, yeah. you're a lawyer. So it's just like words for everything, right? Yep. What yep. does entertainment entail? Mm. Uh, for you, at all least, the things. In, practice. in my practice, um, my practice is mainly in music. Uh, and so my clients are mainly artists, artists, managers, songwriters, producers, um, uh, labels, folks who are in the um, uh, music industry, economy, kind of infrastructure. Uh, but I've been breaking into some uh, and looking forward to continuing in and doing some film and TV work. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's to you. So yeah. what what like made you decide to get into, first of all, becoming a lawyer? Was that mm-hmm. always like, the dream of yours from the start? You know, grade 12, we got to find our passion. Shout out to you. I see you went to HBCU. And- I did. Go Bulldogs. <laughs> Alabama A&M. Mm-hmm. Okay, rap, rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I deal with a lot of people at HBCUs. I feel like I go to one. So shout out to yeah. <laughs> And it's just like, what made you follow that path? Was that always the goal? It was always the goal. Um, for as long as I can remember. Um, the path wasn't, you know, that straight. Um, there are lots of bumps along the way. Um, bumps and also like twists and turns, different, you know, decisions. Uh, that I made, like you mentioned, I did go to an HBCU. Uh, I was at um, Alabama A&M University on a volleyball scholarship. Um, And yeah, it was an amazing, amazing experience. Um, I- did you play mostly in volleyball? Setter. Okay. Setter. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And my hitters were amazing. They always made me look good, even when, you know. Yeah, they were, it was, it was such a wonderful experience. Uh, and I did my, my uh, degree in physics. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, did my did a master's degree in medical biophysics. And then I was like, do I still go to law school? Does this make sense? I couldn't see how they, you know, kind of overlapped. But I realized for every area of life, there's an area of law. So whatever it is that you like, you can do that and you can find a space for you in, you know, in the provision of legal services. Um, and so I, I was working at a bookstore in Scarborough um, when I was trying to figure out like, okay, I have these two degrees. I'm back at home with my parents. What do I do? And I saw my teacher from the second grade and my teacher from the fifth grade um, at the bookstore. This is during the holidays. So it's super busy. And, you know, this was like, 20 years between seeing being in their class and then seeing me at the bookstore um, and they both asked me if I still want to be a lawyer and that was my like that was affirming for me like oh yeah we're doing this Um, and then I applied uh, got in I took the LSAT twice um, because I wasn't happy with the score the first time and I don't think that it was really that much better the second time uh, but I had, you know, a pretty solid overall application. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to get into entertainment, I had done a few other things. Um, I'd, I'd practiced in a few other practice areas before I came around to entertainment specifically. Mm-hmm. I knew that I, pardon? Oh, sorry. What no, no, I just couldn't hear. No, it's just like, since outside is like nice today. Mm-hmm. I bikers and we're out today and stuff oh. <laughs> my mic is like a short mic so it picks up like on everything 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 yeah I, the, she must be hearing it like this <laughs> no I'm not hearing it but you know what earlier today the fire alarm was going off in like three to five minute intervals oh my gosh for like four hours so I I think maybe my ears just can't pick up on <laughs> distant sound you naturally drained out all like right yeah I'm Mm-mm, can't hear it um but yeah like I, what were what yeah. were one of the other like fields that you dabbled in before mm-hmm. you so know that just like yeah so I did workplace investigations um I did uh human rights I did personal injury just kind of like seeing where my interests and my skills and you know things mm-hmm. collided yeah. um I worked in a patent uh law firm and it was very uh, exciting, interesting work, um, but there was a, a test that you had to take called a patent agent exam to, to be able to really kind of progress to do the work that I wanted to do. And the pass rates for people who were writing it for the first time was 3%. And I was like, oh, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not doing this. Yeah. And then coming into entertainment now, it's still intellectual property law. So I feel like a lot of the things that I wanted to do when I first started working at the patent law firm years ago it's kind of come full circle and now I can you know do the work that I really enjoy no extra testing required and I get to really help out people in that community that's dope would you say that you've always kind of had a love or certain joy for entertainment Definitely. Um, my mom made us all play instruments when we were growing up. I wish that I had stuck Which with them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I played the clarinet and the bass clarinet and the baritone saxophone and the piano and the steel pen. Everything. <laughs> awesome. that is I'm, I'm glad. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> that is amazing. Do you still play any of them? I play none of them. <laughs> I love it. in the closet and I'm like yeah this pandemic I'm gonna I did not Listen, <laughs> I want to be out to drive piano tenor sax trombone okay we add the recorder I felt like that was standard do it you have to add the recorder I, I also play the recorder like, like okay right yeah so you have to yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no I love that I really do love that because a lot of the times as well and I will say um I've had a bit of experience working at a law firm um, before Mm. I started working on my business so well not before but like before I fully dove into working on downtown so 
it's just like this preconceived notion of being like lawyers are kind of stuck up like they don't mm-hmm. know fun like mm-hmm. so it's just like it's really dope for people to also know like you handle the business but as well there's other sides to you that you <laughs> to like you know what I mean be you loosen up hmm. <laughs> so I just love to show the human side <laughs> thank you no problem lawyers are people too right right mm. and you're not aggressive you're passionate mm. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a word <laughs> yeah <laughs> a mood right yeah. so okay so now it gets into you're a lawyer now entertainment yeah. uh, doing your thing what made you decide to start your own practice as opposed mm. to being at an, another firm yeah so um that's a really good question there are um it's a very niche area um, and it's a very busy practice area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so being on this side now, so I, I have transitioned into a, uh, a firm, which is great. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and being on this side and seeing how busy it is, um, I can appreciate that you do have to come in with a requisite level of knowledge mm-hmm. and experience because things move so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, hard to get that you know kind of on the job training um you of course are always learning as you go but um you you really do need to have a baseline uh level of of knowledge at least that was my experience anyway um and so I didn't have that and I wanted it and um I I was trying to think of ways that I could you know convince law firms that you know I can do this work um I can you know catch on to things really quickly Um, but even at that, there are, you know, there's a handful of firms in the city that do that kind of work. Um, and so coming in with no experience made me, you know, not a very competitive, uh, applicant when the job applications or when the, the job postings even came up. So I was like, well, if you want to do it, just do it. If you can't find a seat at the table, build your own table. And so... I, I built facts and yeah. like when I say it, I'm I'm so proud of you there's so much that goes by yeah. people that know me they're like you should have been a lawyer like hey. wait you yeah. know but also like immigration law is where I was at so okay that's, that's picture, picture picture the biggest one in the city that's where I was yeah. and not the K one the other one right yeah yeah it's like being there for me I felt like it was the opposite experience of like mm-hmm. I had experience in a lot of different fields definitely applied to the position or the level that mm-hmm. I was going for and I came in and I was like I will be transparent and saying that was my first like I'll say like seriously corporate corporate job but it was also yeah. like a dream job right yeah, yeah. Being downtown Toronto financial dish the whole the whole all story. the all the things all the things right yeah. so it's like being there I was so like adamant I would go like speak to maybe like a manager lawyer like you know what I mean not to realize like it's actual suits in there it's not yeah it's not fully of like also what you can do so like me being on the opposite side of you I was going to them be like, hey, I could do this, 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 this. I yeah. like where you want me. I could do it right now. I ain't gotta waste yeah. time. I'm telling you, I want to do this now. I want to be right here. This is where yeah. I want to be. Like, and they were like, no. And it wasn't until I was ready to go that I was like, no, come back. We have the things. And I was like, my passion is already like, yeah. The grass isn't always greener. Like as I said, because that was my dream. And I felt like that's where I was, you know, top floor, all the things. And you're just like, so I'm very proud of you for like creating your own table and not having to endure a lot of the things that myself and a lot of my previous coworkers I know still deal with and deal with moving forward or anyone that we know just as a colored person within the law space. It's real. It's seriously real. (laughs) It's very, very it is. <laughs> But thank you. <laughs> thank you for saying that. that. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. What are you comfortable with sharing? This is a standard question I ask everyone, but okay. as you know, downtown, don't waste no time with negativity. 
Mm. But it's a situation where it doesn't have to be recent, but it was definitely negative. Okay. No questions asked, but you yeah. did not waste any time of negativity. You might have even yeah. surprised yourself, but this time yeah. you did yeah. not. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, how I started my practice. Mm. Um, I was working in-house at uh, an organization um, and the board of directors at the organization changed. Um, this is during the time of uh, the previous U.S. administration and the, um, the vibes from that administration mm-hmm. had kind of trickled down to, to well, I mean, trickled down. They've, they've been in Canada. They, it was all over, right? Mm-hmm. People were feeling very um, emboldened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the, uh, a lot of the folks um, shared some of those views very um, outwardly. Um, and I said, this is not something that I can, I can do. Like um, it was, you know, I had overall a great experience working there, but I felt like my personal ethics and like identity, um, yes. it, it, it diverged. It was time for us to go our separate ways. Um, and that was hard because I'd been thinking about starting my practice for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this thing that was, you know, pretty negative, if you are, you know, black or a person of color, um, hearing some of the things that some folks were saying, mm-hmm. um, and, and how it like impacted you and how you kind of saw yourself in this profession, mm-hmm. um, and, and what some of those things were that, um, people were kind of uh, saying and believing and supporting, it really made me think like, is this uh, the, the place for me? Is this the profession for me? Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that really kind of deviate from who I am and what I'm about to the very core of my being. And so instead of trying to um, put my head down and push through, I was like, mm, I'm going to take a leap. And I, and I did. And I think that um, if that You're didn't that happen. That you have on the elevator, like. That's it. Fast. That's <laughs> it. I'm telling you, if that, if that didn't happen, I would not have, I probably would not have left when I did. Yeah. If I would still be there, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that, that was, you know, the situation that really could have taken a turn um, for me and who I am and what I believe in and the type of work that I, I do and like to do. Um, if that didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have left when I did. And that was, you know, the biggest blessing for me to be able to be like, no, this is the time is now you got to move. And mm-hmm. I moved and, you know, the rest is history. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. No, that is so like beautiful and encouraging because I know a lot of queens are going to hear shout out to my fellas, but majority of the audience are queens and I'm inspired. So I hope you guys are inspired as well because there's that moment. Whew, I remember sitting in the mm-hmm. with the four and people were really like, why aren't you coming to Earl's for lunch? And I'm like, I got to use my break to um, pre-post some stuff for my website and my blog and all the sacrifices Maybe mm-hmm. you at your desk so that in your 15 minute, you can have that to send response to another quick email because mm-hmm. shout out to the entrepreneurs out there for come real. On. You know what I mean? People shit yeah. because you decided to come to work with like no makeup, not knowing that after your nine to five, you work like a five to two. Five to, come on. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it in the end. Yeah. Like I'm not absolutely we're not at your end for sure. But like yeah. it is so worth it. When you swallow yeah. that gulp, it's fair, but it's like you can't get change with still waters. Like Yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> that's that. Like I I would not have been where I am right now um if that situation didn't happen or at least not in this way right um and so to to have taken that leap and had to put all of my resources and creativity and all this stuff to to build and be okay um to do that now 
in a firm environment with support um, and, you know, peers, mentors, um, it's amazing. It is such an amazing feeling. Um, you know, it's, it's been almost two months and the novelty hasn't worn off, right? I still mm -hmm. feel so excited and, you know, lucky you to like do this work every day. And you know what that tingly feeling is, is as well? Is mm -hmm. breaking the generational curses. Like your ancestors, like it may sound corny to some, but that's some real, some real, like real spit. Like, listen, are we going there? Yes, let's go. Okay. I'm here. So, Seatbelt listen, <laughs> come on. So when I, so I was not born in Canada. I was born in the UK. Um, I'm the third of four. Uh, and my parents um, were, were born in Jamaica. They grew up, grew up Jamaica in the UK. Come on. Don't know, don't know, don't know. Um, and <laughs> we came to Canada um, in uh, 1988. And my mom, she was a nurse in London. And then you already know what I was about to say. And I'm still a PSW, just retired. Come on, you you already know what it is, right? I'm jumping around the church. <laughs> you already know what it is. So, um, you know, my parents came to Canada, uh, four kids under eight, eight, four kids, eight and under, um, and, uh, you know, just hustling. And, of course, with the requirements to become, you know, uh, uh, recognized you have your you know accredited uh, your foreign accredits you know you know what I'm trying to say your foreign credits recognized in Canada mm -hmm. you got to pay this okay. you got to take this you got to do that you know do you take that time and energy and put it into your you know accreditation or do you put that into your family mm -hmm. um, and you know my my mom chose us um, and she went back to school um, and she got her law clerk certificate from Seneca's who's ages ago. And so seeing her like, pardon? No, I'm like, bop, bop, shout out to Seneca. Shout out to Seneca. Um, <laughs> seeing her like take control of her career um, and, you know, be in the law and like, I'm kind of seeing what being an advocate looks like. Mm -hmm. um, I, there's, how could I not? do this how could I not you know pursue this dream when like my dad came and had to start over because he didn't have enough Canadian experience and my mom had to you know start over all this stuff so I'm I am here because of them um so many sacrifices that they made and just their tenacity to to overcome like I've I've had you know obstacles that I've had to overcome as well but they were the blueprint it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a journey if yeah it was just easy you, you know nothing you yeah. learn nothing I do yeah. wish a lot of the things that I went through I don't wish it on anyone but those are the things because who we are right yeah when yeah we, I was speaking to someone the other day and it's like you know when we pray to God we ask God to teach us how to love you mm -hmm. know what I mean there's something yeah. on the opposite side of that when we teach to to be wealthy you need to know what what being poor is like there's always an opposite end uh, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like it's it, i do know it is like that so we we must be kind to each other we must do yeah we must listen to ourselves because had your teachers not uh walked in to that bookstore and like yeah. you, heard, you already heard the voice telling you what to do but yep. that on the outside, you had to receive it again. You received that confirmation. Like, it's very important for us to listen. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It was jarring, too, to, like, see them. Yeah. And, you know, I, so this was in 2011. And I was in the second grade in 1992 yeah. and the fifth grade in 1995. Yeah. And they have literally had hundreds of students between that and they still remembered me yeah. and they still remembered that I wanted to be a lawyer and I was it shook me I was like whoa yeah. so so we're doing this 
Yes, I love that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> mm-hmm. here at downtown, we also say eat fruit and mind your business. Now, we mean that in the literal sense because it's mm-hmm. good it's good for all the things you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also mean it in like the spiritual sense meaning like fruit being knowledge or just wisdom so if there was I mean you shared so much fruit today already but if there was some more fruit that you feel like people need to know or be aware of when it Mm -hmm. comes to building your own table yeah what would you say um I would say uh, don't not do something because of the amount of time it's going to take because that time is going to pass anyway. Mm. And there are so many times along the way where I'm like, oh, you know, I've been in school for this long. I did this degree. Then I did this degree. And I want to do this. And, you know, friends around me are getting married and getting their full-time jobs and buying houses and buying cars and I'm working at the bookstore Mm -hmm. um and I'm just like okay your time will come like like you can't rush the process um and so I when I realized that like this is my journey and it's it's mine alone um I'm not on it by myself but I am the only one who can you know take those steps Um, and so it's, you know, trust that everything will work out in the end. And I realize that sounds like terrible advice because when you're in the middle of a situation, you're like, how can I trust that this is going to work out? Like, what are you saying to me? This is awful. Um, but it always does. It does. Truly. Yeah. It does. So when it comes to now more, I'm going to get into entertainment dive into you know I do speak Mm -hmm. to a lot of artists you see a lot of things happening all the time but let me start here with you when at what stage is it time for someone to approach you Mm -hmm. uh whenever you have something that you have to sign yeah because, um, you know, some people uh, will say, and of course, it's my opinion. Of course, all of these things that I'm sharing today is my opinion. It's not legal advice. Um, business. Come on. Um, <laughs> I need one of those shirts. Please. Yes. Um, because I will wear, I will wear it. Um, the lifestyle, girl. <laughs> okay. And, and drinking water, stay hydrated because you can't get into trouble when you're drinking water. So you're drinking water. Yeah. Come on. Um, so uh, whenever you have something to find, I think there's a misconception that you have to wait until you get this big deal. Um, but if you have signed something early on, you... Um, you don't know if what you have signed might prevent you from yeah. finding that bigger deal or you know what rights do you have to content that you have already released or you know you just you just don't know mm-hmm. so i think that um, there's a lot of really great information available online mm-hmm. um, and i think that that's great for people to to understand the the industry and the business mm-hmm. um, but i think that it's a good idea to speak to a lawyer before you sign something. Definitely agreed. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I definitely should have talked to you a couple of months ago, but that that ship is sealed, but. Well, you can still talk to a lawyer after you've signed. There's, you know, uh, it's definitely easier before. Is it too, is it, is it too late? My stuff are a bit different than artists, but we can talk about that. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, there's, you're going to spend your time or your money, right? That's in all things. Yeah. Um, and so you spend the time um, up front to go through it and, you know, pay whatever needs to be paid. And you spend less time on the back end trying to uh, clean up 
whatever has unraveled or spilled or, or things like that. So it's, it's usually, you know, that old saying prevention is better than like an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure or something like that. Um, the same is true. Yeah. In this situation. Okay. No, I totally agree. So another question is being an entertainment mm -hmm. lawyer is yeah. your network something that you offer to the roster of people that you work with, or is that something where it's just like, you're just coming to my office, you make like, am I wording it correctly for making sense for you? Like, can you repeat the question? If you have a bunch of artists, music execs, different like variations of people, do you, part of your services, do you offer your network with others once they become your clientele? Or is that something when you work with others, you prefer to keep everyone kind of like, not separate, but like mm -hmm. separate for lack of better terms. Right, no, I hear you. Uh, so the true lawyerly answer is it depends. Um, which is, we, go ahead. No, no, I said, which is right. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> we are, um, we are required to maintain confidentiality uh, for all of our clients. And so um, unless the client has said publicly that we represent them, then, you know, to, we can't even, you know, you and I wouldn't be able to have a conversation to be like, oh, I'm representing this person. Mm -hmm. um, so if there is um, somebody who, you know, if they're doing something where they might be able to benefit each other, but there's no, um, but they don't know each other. I mean, the community is really small, so people generally know or know of a lot of people anyway. Yeah. Um, then there would be like, a waiver or permission for sure to be like, oh, I think that this is, you know, something that might help you, but it really depends on what the client um, wants or is asking for. So, you know, I'm a service provider, I am providing services to the client. So I'm taking instructions from the client. Um, so it's really only if I'm asked to, you know, um, weigh in on something which doesn't happen, which happens from time to time, yeah. um, but only in that situation, um, if I'm asked or if I see that like things are kind of going in a certain direction, be like, oh, maybe you should consider, you know, ABC yeah. um, that that I might say, have you thought about talking to a person who does this? And if they say yes um, or no, you know, depending on what it is that they say, um, then I might see if I can, you know, get permission from, you know, those folks to connect them. Awesome. So what is one of the biggest mistakes you feel like artists make when it comes to um, the paperwork that they yeah. doesn't have to doesn't have to be clientele that you you know ever mm -hmm. know. But what is just a common like misconception they may have or a mistake that they may make and it's an mm -hmm. error that you feel like entertainment lawyers in general mm -hmm. usually have to. Um. Everything is negotiable. So I know a lot of people are, um, you know, excited uh, when they get their first agreement, whatever the agreement is. Um, and it's a very exciting time. You know, the artist has been developing their art, their craft, their skills. Um, and this is an opportunity for them to monetize it. Um, and really see themselves, you know, making a living off of their art. And so it's, it's exciting for them. It's exciting for me to be able to, to help someone, you know, live out their dream. But I think, you know, a lot of times there's a bit of a scarcity mindset situation that's happening where it's like, this is my one opportunity. I need to sign it now, now, now. And it's like, mm, well, uh, there, there are things that Included, things that you know are typically included in this type of agreement consider you know pushing back on this I think that you should include this um, and sometimes people do um, sometimes people do listen clients do listen and if they if they don't you know I'm following their instructions but I just make sure that you know I take I document when uh, you know their choices have deviated from my advice um, but I think that it's, you know, being reminded that everything is negotiable and, you know, you don't, 
you don't have to sign the first agreement that you get exactly as it is um, because you want to make sure that uh, you are protecting yourself because once it's signed it's a lot of work to unsign it exactly yeah everything is negotiable everything is negotiable what is something in your life that someone has told you no and you negotiated what you wanted Someone has told me no, and I negotiated what I wanted. That's a good question. Um, I'm really trying to think, because I feel like I'm doing. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing that all the time, right? Um, so that oh, I can't yes. think of anything <laughs> that really like stands out. Like, oh, somebody told me no, and then I did this. Like, it could be simple. Could be simple. For example, like, yeah, help me out. <laughs> and I, you cut out. The other day I went to McDonald's and yeah. usually I get it over Uber Eats, but I'm like, I haven't left the house. So yeah. I'll go to the drive through, you know, it's scourge. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, the girl after spending almost like 40 bucks, don't ask me what I was there. No, no judgment. She, <laughs> she was like, I asked her for honey. Yeah told me me 20 yeah. 25 cents and, rude and I was like I just waited how long in this drive-thru and I spent almost 40 bucks here in McDonald's which is about like three hours of your time here and you can't give me a little honey yeah 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 she got frustrated yeah. through three in the bag and I was out so okay okay <laughs> I mean, I've had a similar situation at Wendy's when I asked for extra barbecue sauce. Like, you know, this thing is not 25 cents. You can give chicken it be dry. We need the sauce. Please. I know I ordered a spicy chicken, but spice doesn't mean flavor. It just means spice. It's, it's right. Um, it's just hot. This is it. And it's not been that hot. It's tasty. But like, you can give me the extra barbecue sauce, please. I said, I said, please. I did say, please. I did. So I did. What I wish I could find a more exciting example. Um, although the spicy chicken example in the barbecue sauce is, that is very relatable because that's the one it that is. I get when I go to Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally no, true. Like, yeah. no, it's fair. And there was a, there was a guy I never forget when I used to do training when I had to train, like I worked at Rogers once in my life, but when you had to do like your training and those dumb videos, they always showed you, mm -hmm. but there was this video. I forgot the business. I think it was like pickles or some, some guy is a yeah. pain or whatever, but he yeah, yeah. came up the concept of like, if they ask for like a sauce, never charge. Yeah. 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 That was like a thing he purposely put as a policy because he was like, it makes no, it makes no goddamn sense. No sense. And it you makes know no those sense. people that are just like, here, that was me. Like, yeah. here. So. Whatever. Like, it's us. McDonald's is not hurting. And, you know, when I was thinking about it, I'm sorry for this McDonald's rant. It's so random. Do it. It's totally random, but I'm feeling it in my soul to share. Go off. Go like, off. When I think about the amount of money I've spent with McDonald's definitely mm -hmm. over them yeah when you think about yeah. like high school when you were going and I was getting that five dollar meal it would come to like what five what was it with tax 75 yeah yeah and I get the McChicken on the Wednesday the McChicken you already know you already know you see what I'm saying yeah. and from that till now when I'm a grown woman I can spend like 40 without like you know like you can give me an extra sauce thank you thank you I agree thank you're you. not wrong thank you I hope I hope the audience feels that. <laughs> you got our I mean, it, here. <laughs> come on. You know, I'm great. Like McDonald's will come for me. Yeah. <laughs> Love McDonald's. Love you guys. <laughs> and um another random fact, if you're ever wanting to feel a bit inspired, um definitely watch their um, Netflix movie. I was inspired. I feel like it was almost borderline better than the social network. Okay. If you're into that stuff, but. Okay, I am. 
I felt it was quite um, inspiring to see how that really went down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And what a lot of people don't know, which will lead me into something else, is McDonald's is actually a real estate company. It's mm. not, like, it's not restrained, like, food, like, restaurants. It's actually real estate. Mm. So when it comes to the things that maybe people don't know about entertainment law, as you said, anything that you need to sign, but just, like, if you could give maybe just one random specific example of something where you're just, like, you need to come see me if, like, mm-hmm. this is happening with you. A lot of people, you know, they're content creators. You're seeing a lot of entrepreneurs coming yeah. and rising up. And, you know, we got to stay protected. We want our people yeah. to stay protected. So anything that um, you would say in a consultation, a free one. <laughs> ah, in a free one. Though <gasps> not legal advice. Um, I mean, there's no. This, uh, is, this is not legal advice. It is not. It is not. Please contact Laura Wilson. Yeah. On your spare time, you will get to and every all the links and the things will be there. (laughs) And this is not legal advice. It is not. Um. So it depends. Uh. It really depends on what the person. Uh. What document they're working with. Right. And a company just came at me to do some um, promo for them. And they handed me a contract to confirm, like, you know, that they would yeah. free product, but I have to pay for shipping. Okay, so um, some of the things that you might want to look at um, is what, like, what are the different headings in that agreement? And I, you know, even maybe shouldn't say that because if the agreement doesn't have headings, I don't want people to be looking like, well, where, where is it? <laughs> right. Um, but I so, you're saying, like, if it has, yeah. Like, like how long is this agreement? Like, yeah. what what is the term? How long is this relationship going to, you know, go on for? Um, what am I, you're giving me money, you're giving me stuff. What am I giving you? What am I giving up? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, are you going to use my likeness all over the internet and I'm not going to get paid for that? Are you, you know, are you, what are you going to do? Um you want to look at, you know, is there exclusivity? So if I'm, you know, working with this person or brand or group, um, does that mean that for the terms or the length of our relationship, I can't do anything with a person or brand or group who, you know, fits this, you know, checks off these many boxes? Um, it's important to know what, what that would look like. Very important. Yeah. Thank you. So mm-hmm. another um, staple question that we ask here downtown, don't waste no time with negativity, is no. you have the four elements. You have mm-hmm. earth, air, fire, and water. Mm-hmm. Which element do you feel like, Lara, you resonate with the most and why? Okay, so initially I would say fire. Okay. But I mean, I guess we're all a bit of, a bit of uh, all of those things. Um, but fire, I would say for sure, because um, I was gonna say something really corny, so but I won't. No, go for uh, it. I, so I'm, I'm not. I won't. Um, but I thought about it. That's why I hesitated. Um, I would say fire because when I get going, it's very difficult for me to stop. Like if I'm, if I am passionate about something, and it's you know, this passion is like raging. I can see, um, you know, okay, I'm going here. I'm going to like, you can't, you can't tell me no. You can say no, but I don't hear it as a no. I hear it as a, okay, I'm going to come back and regroup and we're going to be able to do this thing together because this is what I have going on. And I can see how this is going to work and it's going to work. And it's just like, you know, the, the more a fire burns, the more it burns. And that's how I feel like, you know, when I work when I'm representing clients, when I'm learning, I love learning. I feel like I cannot learn enough. I learn from my peers. I learn from my mentors. I learn when I go to seminars. Um, I learn when I talk to people, you know, I'm learning from you today. I cannot stop learning. Um, and so, you know, just being here on this earth, doing this work, getting a, getting having the privilege to do what I love to do and Mm -hmm. to be able to provide a service Mm -hmm. to people who need it. And a lot of people 
who, um, you know, come to me for consultations or who've been my own clients, uh, whether it was when I was on my own or whether I brought to the firm, um, they look like me and you. And so to be able to fill that knowledge gap um, for them in a time when the music industry in Toronto is getting a lot of looks, yeah. um, it's, you know, I, I want to keep going, just keep, you know, burning. Yeah, I love that. Love it a lot. And I remember I spoke with someone and they also said that fire was like spark to them. They were like, it's the spark of evolution because like mm. man learned how to like make fire. That's when like earth was like super booming and things yeah. really started clicking for like humans. So yeah. keep being fire. Like mm-hmm. it's not always a negative thing. Like people will mm-hmm. make it there. There is a balance to life with everything. But um, we need people with fire. Like, that's yeah. how you create change. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. And everyone, and everyone, like, can create change with their own elements. But mm-hmm. there's some that work better for others than, than, there's some that work better for others than don't. And you said something very important, you know, you're grateful for knowing what you wanted to do. And that's not something that I take lately because I know a lot of students, I can only imagine what they're going through now. It's like COVID and all these breaks. Like I couldn't, yeah. like I was already stressed at school. I can't imagine like consistently going on breaks due to a pandemic. And it's just like that. I remember like even being in college, you're still taking the courses or certain things that you want to do or in university, but yeah. you're still like, low-key still questioning like is this what I want to do so it's very it's a very beautiful like fulfilling thing to be like this is what I want to do like to even get that sentence out and a lot of people as I said they're creating businesses and entrepreneurs and stuff and it's it's creating your table sounds nice it's bossy all the things but doing it is like another thing and it's super hard Lara it's hard what is like one of the like I know there's probably a lot of things on the list but what is one of the things that you're just like I didn't realize this was going to be like this once you started creating your own table um everything (laughs) everything (laughs) literally everything like I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you um you know to be able to have the space to to figure out what it is that I want to do and and the support to actually do that um, is something that I, I don't take lightly. Um, my, my family, my husband, my partner, um, you know, have all been incredibly supportive. Um, and there were so many times along the way where I'm like, this is, I mean, I knew it was gonna be hard, but I know it's gonna be this. Mm-hmm. And so I was a, a one woman show when I was doing my practice. So um, at the same time that I'm learning the substantive area, like, okay, what is music law? So learning the laws around it and learning the industry, learning, you know, the the business standards. Um, I am the admin assistant. I am the office manager. I am, you know, the marketing department. Uh, I'm finance. Yeah. (laughs) excuse me I'm you know I'm all of those things all of the things and I'm just like I started my practice and all I wanted to do was practice but no you have to do all of those things to run the business so it was like how do you streamline your business run a lean business so that you can actually do the work that you um want to do and so I feel um again like I feel very grateful to be in the firm situation because I have I have peers um I have uh mentors you know I have seniors who I can ask questions to and everybody has an open door policy um but you know (laughs) it was it was hard to understand when to kind of keep pushing through like you've done this you're an entrepreneur you can like figure it out and be like no you're wasting your time just ask for help so it was, you know, lots of, lots of challenges. Um, and, and of course we have to, as a lawyers, we have to be compliant with 
the the rules of the regulator. So it's like, um, you have to pay these dues by, you know, these fees by these days, you have to get your insurance, you have to fill out this annual report, you have to, you know, be competent. Listen, you're like, um, flipping through who is the client? Do you have their ID? Do you confidentiality on, 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 super Mm -hmm. important. All of these things are important, but you have to know them and do them and at least be able to flag when something might not be as it should so that you can at least ask for help whether you ask the law society or whether you ask girl this brave is just ask the law society or you know now at the firm ask a ask a peer ask a partner yeah laura i just realized we're super twinning today i know i know i love it it's a vibe this is is my dad oh okay okay dad yeah okay but otherwise black top braids lip gloss over the ear headphones i'm (laughs) okay it's a whole vibe like i just hit me but yeah yes everything you just mentioned is very important now i hope everyone is carefully listening because you said a lot of gems like so many that i can't just be like or else I'd be stopping you every bit of the way. So as I like to tell everyone, make sure you rewind, replay again. I do it too. I take my notes from only because sometimes during the moment you don't get to fully like I personally love to listen to podcasts and watch interviews. So yeah, I love to listen to what you smart people have to say. <laughs> now <laughs> I wanna like this is random and I know I've, okay. you said a lot, but at the the end which we are here like I like to let my guests have the floor which is like anything that's on your chest like it could have been a random like person you had to beep earlier to like anything that you (sighs) get off your chest or make note of today that we didn't discuss didn't cover just anything the mic is like I'm handing you the mic it is your wow (laughs) and at the end of that if you can let everyone know where they can find you um, if they want to work with you, how to approach you, because very impressed as um, Black women to normalize letting people know how we want to be approached. Boundaries. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Boundaries are very important. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, pressure. Uh, <laughs> what did I want to talk about? Are you like the funniest one in your girl club? <laughs> I feel like you will have me like dying of laughter the whole like the whole time. I am Last not. Is my shit okay? <laughs> Listen, I, I I wish I was. I am not. I have friends who literally keep me uh, in Absolutely. tears, <laughs> in tears, in tears, um, and they they have kept me going through the through the quarantine. Um, Tribe is important. Yeah, you know what? I guess what would I say? We're we are in these quarantine times. Mm. Um and uh I've had to slow down like so many other people. Um mm. and you know, being uh a fire, I'm you know, if if that's the element that I relate to, uh the beginning of the quarantine was really, really hard because I am a textbook extrovert. So like fire, when you try to put a lid on it, you get me to stay inside. It's just like, how do you function? This is, this is challenging. Um, but, you know, all of the things that we, we need to succeed, we already have. Um, we just have to kind of hone them uh, to, to make them work for us. The people who we need to help us, guide us along the way, as long as we have taken the time to figure out what it is that we want to do and we're being deliberate about, you know, fulfilling that purpose. And, you know, like you said, listening to that inner voice, that voice in, in our heads and our hearts, wherever it is that we may locate this inner voice, listening to them um, and really just like trusting that everything will be okay. It will, it really will. Um, It's, you know, I've, I've had time to sit and reflect and just kind of tell myself, like, you're good. 
like you you are okay um it's you know like it's it's hard and I know when we were talking earlier it's like you know it's it's hard it makes you who who you are it builds character and grit and all that stuff it it didn't need to be that hard at times yeah but you know now that we're here and we've overcome it like everything that we've we've been through the good the bad and the ugly is preparing us for what's next what's to come and so you know being able to like go through the journey be in this quarantine um really kind of like reflect and be grounded I feel very um excited I feel very uh encouraged for the future because it's like you know when when everything is is stripped away and you're forced to stay inside you feel grateful for having a room a roof over your head you you know when you are like oh everybody is work from home you are grateful to have a job where you can work from home safely um and you have internet you know a lot of people don't have access to stable internet and if they do and there's a lot of people in the house is it reliable enough for everybody to do the work that they need to do whether it's employment or school work you know how many times have I gone to the fridge today right I'm at home okay yeah, yeah. and I'm not just I'm not just eating fruit, okay? I'm eating everything that's in everything. I'm hungry all the time, even when I'm not. And so I'm I'm grateful that we have a full fridge. So it's just like lots of, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, everything that's happened over the past year um, and just along the journey has, has allowed me to really be grateful. And so I, I think that, you know, if we could all take some time to really develop our attitude of gratitude we would realize that like we're doing okay we are we're doing okay yeah. I have to let it like air out you know we are doing okay we're doing okay oh thank you Lord. now sorry to my people that don't believe in that but that is what I said all that forget come on <laughs> I didn't we can we can go there but Not I know right. we're coming to the end it's it's real you know yeah you have such a beautiful journey so it's like when people when people that you know have really been through things say the simple phrases it's much heavier that the weight on it is much heavier than people and times realize as you said we wish some of the things that We've gone through. It didn't have to happen, but they didn't have to be that hard. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) They did not. It didn't have to be that hard. Here we are, right? So, like, just having today. Um, I was watching an interview. Shout out to the Breakfast Club with Queen Afua. Love her. Not sure if you're familiar with her, but I am. Yeah, love her. And ooh, I'm about to watch an interview like tonight again after I'm done like interviewing. But like. It was just such a profound conversation. She's speaking all that, just how you're able to really heal your mind and heal your body and like get all the things you want by simply just believing and being yeah. in a space of gratitude and pouring yeah. that in, like literally everything. Like we did not speak. <laughs> like yeah. everything that conversation was speaking on, like you're speaking on today. And I'm just like, wow, like one, yeah. this is clicking. And two, yeah. it's like, it's needed to be said. And yeah, hear this message over and over and over again, whether it's yeah. from whether it's from Laura Wilson, like they need to hear it because it's important. And for us to move forward and break those general generational curses and not just say it as a black yeah. community, as minorities, like we have to be aware of those things. We can't do what the Romans do. Period. Yeah. 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 I'm like, listen, you are you are saying saying it. There's so much power in our minds, in our thoughts. You know, the, the, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So if you believe that you have life, you will have life. If you believe otherwise, so it will be. And, you know, the, the average human uses about 10% of our brain, right? Or at least that's, that's what it was last time I checked, yeah. Yeah. right? 
imagine if we used 11, right? Or 12. Imagine if we used 20, right? So like we haven't even, just as we go about our day, um, we haven't even really begun to unlock what it is that we can do. Exactly. So, you know, when, we, when we're sitting and we're meditating and we're reflecting and just manifesting, there's so much power in that. But sometimes life is just moving so quickly that we, we can't, you know, take the time. We have to make the time. Yeah. We have to make the time. We will make time for whatever we want to make time for. And so I really do try to like make the time to just be still. And me, I, I love being on road, okay? <laughs> and before the lockdown and after the lockdown, Laura is on road. I'm just, I'm seeing my family. I'm seeing my friends. Mm. I want to party. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but even, even I, in I all that. Today, like I miss my dance hall parties right now. Real bad, 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 bad. <laughs> I just bad, 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 sigh bad, bad, bad. deeply. I sigh deeply. <laughs> I just, but like even like during those times, just like being here, there, here, yeah. there, mm-hmm. I didn't have that time that I created to just mm-hmm. be, or at least not not enough, you know. And so being in this time and feeling so so grounded and so grateful, um. I'm still going to be on road when we're allowed outside, but um, differently. Like when you, when you are grateful, when you, you know, identify what your purpose is and you're actually like living in your, in your purpose and, you know, you've identified your gift and now you're giving it back. You just, you move differently. I feel different. And it's very, you know, I feel very, very grateful to like have been through all of those things to come to this point right now and like share what, what I have learned, even though I have so much more to learn, like sure. if there's information that I have, you can have it. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. oh, I love that. Guys, this has been an amazing like, episode. Love you, Lara. Like, please don't Thank make you. this the last time we are speaking. You're a true queen. And I'm happy that, you know, you just gave me this privilege of speaking with you today. And just having this vulnerable, open conversation that people don't usually get to hear from you. So, you know, I really do appreciate it, truly. Now, um, where can, just for everyone again, where can everyone, how can they contact you? Um, Mm -hmm. Where can they find you um, if they need some help with some entertainment law? Yeah. Documents, notarize, like all the things all the things um i am wilson lewis law across all social media platforms w-i-l-s-o-n-l-e-w-i-s-l-a-w um on instagram mainly i am on twitter but um i check it every now and then i just haven't gotten used to the the character limit um honestly ever since i got on tmz i know all this shit my twitter because that's how they like reached out to me and ever since mm-hmm. i'm like checking the twitter <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so i mean i i i so check on that challenge sometimes because of what okay. you do yeah definitely like once once a week at least Okay, that I can. Side, you know that side Instagram send requests whatever because Twitter has one of those too. Okay, so do I like do I have to tweet more? No, is that a thing? Okay, no. just check it though. Just check it. Okay. To be honest with me, I just like cackle all day. If I'm like, <laughs> if I am, <laughs> if I am on Twitter, mm-hmm. I am like in tears. Usually. Yeah, the comments are where it's at for me. I'm a fifth queen, so I love that. But I don't really tweet like that. So yeah, okay, that's good to know. It's hard to know like what to do. And Twitter, um, I think it's a great platform, but I, for whatever reason, haven't really like gotten the hang of it. Comment on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Pardon? Comment on what's trending. Okay. That's how people end up following. Okay. You. When you're just okay. in, have a great day, everybody. It's not hitting the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, 
Um, <laughs> like I'm tweeting into the ether. Um, but I can, yeah. okay, I can, I can take that on. Yeah. Instagram, I, you know, I'm on it pretty regularly, um, posting things, commenting things, sharing things, um, connecting with people. I've connected with a lot of people on Instagram. So um, that's uh, a platform that I'm typically on. Um, and uh, the firm website is tomolawyers.com, www.tomlawyers, with an S, dot com. Uh, and my email is laura at tomolawyers.com. You can reach out to me anytime, set up a consultation, see how, um, see how I can help. I love that. And I will definitely be contacting you for all my things that are happening. Yeah, listen, you know how to reach me. Thank God. Okay, so everyone, this has been another week's episode of Downtown World. Don't waste no time with negativity with Laura Wilson Lewis. Let's put some respect on the name. And, <laughs> and more than giving you guys more than enough keys that y'all should really be paying her for. So we appreciate it, Queen. Let's remember to eat fruit, mind our business, and be thankful. Hmm. Yeah. Be thankful. A lot of gratitude today. So yeah. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you too, Queen. To go downtown. Downtown, hey!